So a lot of contentious behavior on all sides of the fence. At an Ottawa-Carleton District School Board meeting last night, the police were called in. Some protesters were ejected. Some people were wearing masks and some people weren't. We get the latest from an Ottawa parent and local business owner about what she saw and how it made her feel on Toronto Today. There were 200 people attending the meeting in person. This gentleman and concerned father went viral uh, in a big, big way. And uh, and I, I applaud him stepping up and saying things that finally, after I think 33 months need to be said, here is that gentleman. That is parents and students telling you they do not support mandatory masking. Point final. It's not the board's role or jurisdiction to make health policy in place of Dr. Moore or Dr. Etches. And in fact, they haven't mandated masking. And even in Dr. Etches' submission, she's not mandating masking. If the trustees wish to be involved in health, making health policy at the city or provincial level, they should have pursued that instead of seeking election as a trustee. Duration of the mandate has three criteria, and the first is that mask requirement will remain in place until such time as OPH declares the influenza season has ended. Directly from the Ontario Public Health website, flu season typically runs from late fall to early spring, so you're trying to mask kids until early spring. That that is not just a short-term solution. I looked at it too. The proposal is basically eight months of masking uh, from basically now until closer to April. Vera Etches is the Chief Medical Officer of Health in Ottawa. She doesn't recommend masks are mandatory at this point. She says there's no evidence the mandates were effective previously and RSV has plateaued. You're probably starting to hear that. It's not that it's not a concern. No one's saying that, but it's plateaued in the community without any specific mandate. So it all got quite contentious uh, last night. A lot of this is based on and, and I what the guy said is absolutely great. I, I'm sorry I can't identify him, but I'm just like hero dad stepped up and said, look, you can you can get into the public health field or you can be a school board trustee. You can't be both. And I know there's a doctor. I won't. I don't want to give the name. I don't want to give the oxygen. I don't know how she'd get the oxygen, but I don't want to give it anyway. Um, pick, pick your lane. You either are either a doctor or you've got education and our kids in your best interest, but you can't try and do both. And that was documented last night. Jamie Janes is a, a local business owner and an Ottawa resident, and she was in person last night and joins us now on Toronto Today. It's great to have you on our show. Thanks for making the time for us on a, on a busy morning, I'm sure. Thank you so much, Greg. I, I really appreciate it. Last night was a, a bit of a wild ride, uh, and, and rightfully so. I think that the OCDSB trustees. Some of them were were very new, so this was um, perhaps the first case that they received of how passionate, how just how passionate Ottawa parents are about the mental health and well being of their children when it comes to arbitrary mask mandates. It, it did seem like there was th- there were parents ready with data with with the documentation to defend the concept of of allowing masks to become to stay optional. And there were certainly parents that that stood up, uh, Jamie, and said last night, "I don't mind if if I'll put a mask on my kid. I'll keep them home if they're sick. If I think they're around sick kids, but it has to be a choice after thirty three months from our own household." Yeah, absolutely, and. A lot of parents came out with the idea that, you know, OCDSB school kids, they cannot afford to go backwards. The harms uh, that they've been subjected to over the past couple of years, there's no going back. We're finally starting to see sort of the light in the eyes of the kids return with the, um, the reappearance of sports and music and extracurriculars. A lot of people don't know this, but OCDSB school kids are one year behind in athletics and extracurriculars, music, 
compared to their Catholic trustees because our school board thought that the risks were too great to allow children to, you know, learn an instrument, uh, mm-hmm. participate in the sport an additional year than their Catholic peers. Jamie Janes is joining us from Ottawa. Now, I want you to stretch out this answer because it's a two-pronged question. Why, um, why did things get so unruly, and at what point did the police get involved? What did you see? Well, um, the unruliness, I mean, it, it came from both sides. A lot of people wanted to interject, and there was some shouting. Obviously, people are passionate about their kids. So, um, I, you know, when it comes to, um, I guess, just chairing the meeting, Lyra Evans did a surprisingly good job of, of keeping the peace. I will give credit where credit is due. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she reminded the audience that uh, prolonged clapping, outbursts, shouting would not be acceptable and uh, the police were called in when several uh, attendees were asked to leave and then refused so the police came in there were several recesses and then uh, at one point it just became too much Um, a a mom was removed for asking Dr. Uh, Lindy Sampson from CHEO she asked her you know provide the data that you're Mm -hmm. using um, to you know how the fear that the hospitals are overwhelmed. What does it look like in a regular cold and flu season? Like, show us the data. And, of course, the, the meeting was halted. And then the parents, in a, in a final um, burst of energy, you know, upon being asked to leave, they all chanted, you know, tell the truth and shame uh, to some of the trustees. So mm. it was a really unified chant. And at that point, Chair Lyra Evans had to ask everyone to leave and the police were on site to ensure that, you know, it was, it was lawful and peaceful, which it primarily was. So interesting night, Uh, certainly not the ending we expected. The trustees were then forced to resume um, virtually only. And we had to watch the remainder of the meeting on our, our phones or from home. We were we were all escorted out of the building. Wild. Jamie Janes is joining us on uh, Toronto today uh, on the Ottawa School Board meeting last night. Did you at any point think it was getting physical? The video I saw saw a lot of faces and other faces. Some were masked, some weren't. A lot of nose-to-nose confrontations and a lot of escalated shouting, as you know. Did, it, did you ever think it was getting physical? Um, I mean, it, it seems very minor. They, you know, even in the media today, there's the Ottawa citizen that called, called it hecklers, anti-maskers, anti-vaxxers. But really, it just, the majority of the people were unmasked parents. They were just pro-children. You know, I'm mm-hmm. pro my child. I'm pro your child. I'm pro not letting hospital capacity and mismanagement fall onto the shoulders of six-year-olds by way of masking. Um, so, you know, don't be fooled by what you see in the media. It was average Joe's moms and dads that were just like, come on, guys, we have to do better by these kids. We can't be the only school board in North America to, to put the burden on the shoulders of, of these kids that are just getting back to normal. It's unfair. It's unprecedented. And we know there are harms in doing so. And, and they don't want to talk about that. I think the other thing, we've only got about 45 seconds, but the other thing is to label anybody at this point anti-mask after they did it for 23 months and they're waiting for definitive proof. The burden of proof is always on the people putting um, the, the, you know, the measure or the, or the stopgap in place to call people anti-mask after 23 months, to call people anti-vaccine when they put three or four of them in their arm is, is outrageous. Like, I take offense to it, to be honest. 
Yeah, and and the problem is this is setting a dangerous precedent. They've they've even said this isn't COVID centric exclusively. It's RSV. It's a, a bad cold and flu season. The hospital capacity at Chio is exasperated by lack of fever medicine for mm-hmm. kids, by lack of personnel. So, I mean, why is it that we are turning to the kids? Why aren't we holding the hospital administrators and the government to account? It surely it cannot fall you know, solely on OCDSB school children. It, it completely mm. disrupts the learning environment and crushes morale within the class and school. And these kids are already behind. It's not fair. Mm. Parents took a stand yeah. last night and we were heard and we won't stop. Hey, Jamie, thanks for the time. I know it's not quite over, though it looks promising uh, for the side of, of being against a mandate. But thanks very much for, uh, for updating us. I really appreciate it. You're very welcome, Greg. Thank you for having me.